another beautiful day here in New Jersey. It's like 85 today. Absolutely gorgeous. And, uh, you know, we've been rolling through um, this study uh, in our Join Days Band community through Matthew. And we finally got to Matthew chapter 8. And uh, there's two really significant um, two really significant stories at the beginning of chapter 8. And the first one that I wanted to chat about was this story of, uh, maybe we'll do the second one, maybe next week or the week after or something, but the story of um, the leper and his belief in Jesus. And uh, I think it's really, really, really kind of poignant and it's actually a beautiful story um, that just really teaches us faith, like in a, a nutshell. So I really, really dig this story. Um, so today we're going to be chatting about faith. So if you're not familiar with the story, let me just read it to you. Matthew chapter 8 says this, When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And Jesus immediately reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. And then Jesus said to him, See that you don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony to them. And the first thing that kind of uh, shocked, maybe is one way to put it, is the idea that, you know, Jesus just reaching out his hand and saying, Hey, you are cleansed is an incredible, incredible thing. Because back in those days, and even in our days, I mean, if you really think about it, like, touching the unclean is not somewhere where you want to be. And back then, it was even more of a taboo thing than it is now. But I mean, even think about it now, like, you know, we don't want to go near somebody that has some type of disease or some kind of sickness, and yet Jesus was like, oh, I'm all in. I'm just going to touch you, man, and you're going to be cleansed. And a couple of the notes that I found about this that I really found interesting was this leper sought more than healing, right? He, he wanted cleansing, not only from the leprosy, but also from all its terrible effects on his life and on his soul. And that just stopped me in my tracks just for a minute. I mean, how often do we need to just stop and think about like cleansing and about just having our souls cleansed. In addition, this is the first place in the gospel where Jesus is called Lord, right? This title that was particularly meaningful in light of the fact that the word Lord was used to translate the Hebrew word Yahweh. And Matthew wrote his gospel to those who would be familiar with the Jewish context of that word, right? Pretty cool, so the first time that Jesus gets to be called Lord, Kind of a good thing but this whole thing where Jesus just says hey I'm I'm just I'm just gonna reach out my hand 
and I'm going to touch you. I am willing to be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was healed. It was it, the, the notes here say it was a bold and compassionate touch from Jesus. The idea that the leper kept his distance from Jesus, but he put out his hand and touched him. It was against the ceremonial law to touch a leper, right? Which made the touch all the more meaningful to the afflicted man. Of course, as soon as Jesus touched him, he was no longer a leper. But how often are we caught in this uh, thought of, I need to be healed today. I need to be cleansed today. I need to be washed clean today. And how often do we not, um, do we not believe that it's going to happen? How often do we get stuck in these ruts where we're just like, yeah, I read that story, but do I believe that story? Do I feel like that story is actually meant for me? Do I feel like it can actually work for me? Do I feel like it's true? I mean, there's a lot of questions that come up when you read a story like this, like Jesus is walking around touching lepers and healing them. And the same power that raised Christ from the dead is in us. So when you think about like just what that looked like back then and what it looks like in your life, let's like let's just make it relative to to how it works in our own lives. Jesus believes in us. That leper believed that Jesus would heal him. His faith was super super strong. And he said, "Lord, if you are willing, you can heal me." And Jesus was like, I am willing, I will heal you. I mean, such a powerful interaction of words, right? Just the, the back and forth. If you are willing, you can heal me. I am willing, I will heal you. And I think too often we get caught in this whole thing of like, I'm not worthy of God's fill in the blank. I'm not worthy of God's grace. I'm not worthy of God's love. I'm not worthy of God's healing. I'm not worthy of God's Again, just fill in the blank. I don't know what it is for you, but we get so wrapped up in that. I'm not worthy of even a relationship with God, right? Some of us, I've had this conversation just in the last couple of weeks over emails and, and at, at, uh, at some shows where people are just like, why would God even care about me? And I have to go back to this quote that I've been loving for the last couple of weeks, which is God is too busy loving us to be disappointed in us. God is too busy loving us to even entertain the thought that he's not going to love us. And man, it's just so incredible. So if you're wrapped up in that today, if you're wrapped up in that whole, man, why would God even bother with me? Look at this as an example. This leper, this guy who was a social outcast, this guy who was like just looking for some compassion, looking for some love. I mean, this is probably the first time that somebody spoke to him in months, maybe years. This poor guy, complete and utter outcast. And yet, he has the strength and the courage to go up to Jesus and say, Jesus, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And so now that begs the question, do we have the courage and the strength and the belief and the trust and the faith to come back to God and say, God, if you are willing, 
you can give me this. If you are willing, you can heal me. If you're willing, you can show me your grace. If you're willing, fill in the blank. dive into a few more notes here because there's so much to this passage but Mark 141 says when Jesus looked he was moved with compassion and just think about that just for a minute right it had been a long time since this leper had seen the face of compassion again roll that right forward to what's happening in your life right now has it been a long time since you've seen the face of compassion, of grace, of mercy, of hope? Right? There's so much just in that one tense sentence. And Jesus comes back and says, I am willing. Jesus' assurance that I am willing simply answered the man's question and gives us a starting point for the times we wonder if Jesus is willing to heal. We should assume Jesus is willing to heal unless he shows us differently. Oof, man. There's so much in there. So, so much. That we're, we're just, sometimes we just miss out on it. And then one final note that I can read here is this. How can we know if Jesus is willing to heal? By assuming that he is willing, but listening to him if he should tell us that he does not. This is how it happened with the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10, which I'm probably going to have to go read now. Um, but it seems that Paul assumed that Jesus would heal his thorn in the flesh until word came to him that he would not. So let's talk about the questions, right? So we have all these questions that continue to kind of haunt us. Am I, am I deserving of all that God has for me? Am I, is Jesus willing? Like there's tons of questions I mean, you can ask them all day long. And yet when you get right down to it, we just have to work on our faith and our trust and all that God has for us. So the takeaway for me from this particular um, story is faith. Like this leper had been a leper for probably years, maybe his whole life. And he hears about this guy who's going around healing people. And he realizes that he is the Messiah, the promised one, the one that, that, that they've been waiting for. And he says, if this guy can't heal me, nobody can. So he goes up to Jesus and he just says, Lord, if you're willing, you can heal me. And Jesus says, I am willing. So I think it comes down to just us saying, Lord, if you are willing, fill in the blank. And God tells us, 
to lean on him in prayer. He wants to be involved in the conversation. He wants us to, to lean into him, right? It's all about faith. It's all about trust. I mean, as we go through this book of Matthew, it is all about faith and trust and believing in Jesus, believing in who he is and how he works in our lives. So I don't want to belabor the point, but man, it's an incredible little story. It's only four or five verses long in Matthew chapter 8, but go check it out. Go read it over and over again and look at the small, small details in and around these verses. Maybe grab a, uh, a Bible that has some notes in it as well, or you can just look them up online. But read all the intricacies inside of these verses. And you'll come to the conclusion, just like I did, that it's about faith. About the faith of one man believing in Jesus. And today, I think that's what it's about for us. Actually, I know that's what it's about for us. The faith of you, the faith of me, believing in Jesus in the midst of our lives. So today, do you believe? Amen. Amen, guys. I'm glad um, you were here today. I'm glad uh, we could take just a minute and kind of dive into this little four verses of Matthew. But if you're interested in digging a little deeper with us, um, head over to our, uh, our member site. We've got an incredible member site of, with an incredible community and people that are literally diving into the Word every single day um, through devotions and Bible studies and worship and all of this stuff. It's incredible. So head over to joindaysband.com and you can sign up right there and we'd love to have you with us on this journey and uh, your support uh, of these devotions and your support of this ministry means so, so very much to me. And um, it's been incredible for those of you that have joined to uh, see us grow as a, as a family and as a community. So if you're not a member, join us. We'd love to have you with us. Um, okay, head over, read Matthew 8, 1 through 4. Or 5. I think it's 4 or 5. And uh, talk about faith in your life. Let it convict you, because it's very, very convicting. Um, but it's good. It's a good conviction. It's a good way to, to kind of dive deeper into what faith means in your life. All right, guys. We'll see you on the next one.